0: Hey oh everybody! Welcome to Skates to Throats, episode 6. I am your host, with the most, Dakota Leshock, joined, as always, by my friend and compatriot, a fine American citizen. I know I personally am waiting for his fragrance line to release. Chris Patton, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It smells
1: like, you know, like the Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> it smells like the
0: Pine Lands in a
1: landfill. <laughs> it smells like the Pine Lands, a little bit of uh, you know, when you get out of the when you get out of the airplane in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, the Newark like, smell. That Newark uh, smell that hits you. Mmm, just hits you right it's in the just, nostrils and you know that disp- really loves his <laughs> team. Uh, <laughs> How How you doing, bud? Did you have a good
0: week? I've had a wonderful week. Oh. I'm so glad it's the weekend. I'm going to see a chapter two tonight and no, I'm so stoked for it. Dude, that sounds awesome, man! Like, uh so you really liked the first one? I did actually. It it was more faithful to. I'm, I've obviously read the book a bunch of times. Um, I'm I'm more of a fan of the newer one for sticking closer to the book itself, and it's just a fun movie. And I know this one's gonna be just as good. So it's.
1: I I, I think mine is a little bit of a. Uh... It's it's not that the movie is bad or anything. I think it's just that weird nostalgia feeling you have in your chest. Yeah, it's like, like watching you know, Stranger Things. Yeah, like uh it's not that like anything about the newer ones bad or anything. It's just like but Tim Curry is my pennywise. It's like <laughs> the <it's> probably <laughs> Yeah, obviously I like... can't I can't hate him. <laughs> Uh, and I'll cool. tell you, it's it's got to be better than Pet Cemetery because that one really bugged me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that bugged me, and my wife too. That was like honestly bad, and I thought they actually did a good choice getting uh the guy from um uh, shit what that show called uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, yeah, John Lithgow. Yeah. I thought I he just, was actually really good in the movie, yeah, but, but he I
0: needed to the have movie, the main accent. You can't be Judd Crandall and not have the main accent. Yeah, he
1: you definitely need a guy to be like oh that. Yeah. Girl. You gotta we look don't out for the road. <laughs> yeah. oh. just uses up animals. Yeah, Tom Brady lives down that road. He will wreck your Super Bowl dreams.
0: <laughs> and this is just a preview for our new show, Knives to Throats. Yeah. Horror movie podcast.
1: <laughs> the horror movie podcast. <laughs> yes. All right, buddy. Uh yeah, I I don't know. You
0: wanna just
1: you wanna dive into this? I got some.
0: Well, notes yeah, man, we're it's... doing it live today. We don't have Sean with us, unfortunately. Oh, uh so we're yeah. just We're doing it. We're doing it live. We had a show planned
1: out, but we're winging it, and I think we're going to be okay. Well, luckily for the good people out there, I did make notes at least. (laughs) This would be really bad. Uh, (laughs) You know, I mean, the first big one, and and, and like I say big one, I mean uh, the Bruins extended Bruce Cassidy, right? So uh, signed their coach back. Obviously, they went to the Stanley Cup final last year. Um I think this is a good signing. Obviously. I mean, like you got to see what he's going to be able to do. You take a team to the Stanley cup. You, you obviously deserve at least one or two more years. Coach signings are like, are really weird for me. You know, like, I mean, he took over for Claude Julian, uh former devil's coach, uh famous, like all around, all, all around the league, right? Claude Julian, like, yeah. Um, well-respected guy. Yeah. Well-respected great coach. And he he took over and he did a great job last year. I'm I actually think the Bruins kind of snuck in there because Tampa, or not Tampa, but uh, the Islanders and the um, the Hurricanes kind of shit the bed, which I didn't expect to, to do as hard. Um, and obviously, when you have someone like Patrice Bergeron, who is just such a great two way forward and uh, great and player he, all around, man. He he might be one of the greatest forwards of all time. Uh, if you look at his entire game, like from every point of like every aspect of the game, right, like uh, from faceoffs to the way he plays defense and his ability to score, his ability to pass, uh, there's a reason why he has so many fucking sulkies. <laughs> like <laughs> he's really, really good. Um, I think this is a good signing. Like I obviously it makes sense. The uh, that we didn't get any actual details on like how much money it was or what the extension was, but that's just typical Bruin stuff. Did you have anything uh, that really stood out to you about, like, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you go to the Stanley Cup, you would think you would get an extension the following year. Yeah. Like, did you have anything yeah. that stood out to you on this uh, at all? Nah, man, this is this is a great move for the Bruins. Like you said,
0: he he took the, his style of coaching obviously works. Um, and I, I, with the players they have in place and everything, I, like, I, I'll see them doing the same thing, maybe even going further the distance. I know my my girlfriend Jennifer will be happy because she is a Bruins fan. Oh, God. Trash fire. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I just wanted, while we're on the Bruins subject, I just wanted to raise the point that I have a mullet alert. Jake DeBrus is now growing out a mullet, and that makes me like Jake DeBrus even more as a player.
1: (laughs) Well, I still hate... I still <laughs> hate Brad Marchand so Yeah, I'm, <laughs> It just evens out on this God, podcast. He's such a Brad too. He looks like a Brad. Um if you guys want to see something very if you're if you're also not Brad Marchand fans, um <laughs> watch he the wears video of Turn Poles. <laughs> Yeah, watch watch P.K. Subban drag his ass. like uh, 2011, 2012, I think that's what it was. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, I will say uh, team president Cam uh, Cam Neely said Cassidy did a good job during the season intriguing new players into the lineup because of injuries. The Hockey Hall of Famer said Cassidy's ability to communicate with the players was a key to his success. I completely agree, and obviously if, if... like, there's way worse people that you could have backing you than Cam Neely, right? Like, that that's a pretty good backer um, for what you were able to accomplish in the previous season. Uh, Cassie, obviously, you know, he played defense um, for the Blackhawks. Kind of just like a journeyman. I, think, I, don't, I don't even think he played that many games. I think it was like under 50 or something. Yeah. Uh, and then, he, he, you know, he uh, he coached for the Washington Capitals when... We'll call that uh, – it was like 2001 to 2004, 2002 to 2004, something in there, and uh, obviously got fired, and that was – we'll call that the before Ovechkin years, right? <laughs> the pre-OV years. <laughs> yeah, the pre-OV years. We'll give it that. Uh, uh, but he did have a quote. He says, "As uh, As for getting a second chance, you never know. I always hoped I'd get one. I think every coach will tell you that. They'd like to learn – From their mistakes and get another kick At it at the can Um, I did, thankful for it And it's Worked out uh, well so far It was like, no shit, yeah, you went to the fucking Stanley Cup, dude You did pretty good (laughs) Don't be so hard on yourself, eh? (laughs) I don't see them looking at Gerard Gallant any worse (laughs) Yeah, like uh, (laughs) At least you're not Mike Babcock (laughs) You you Willem Dafoe Looking motherfucker I just said that just to tilt you Alright let's move on to the next story I, I got these lined up for us They're going to take a little bit to load up. Oh, I, I Minnesota Wild they, uh, The uh, Minnesota Wild They re-signed Fiala Kevin Fiala um, Kind of it's a two year Six million dollar contract Obviously, uh, what I would consider a depth player, he, he's going to make two point five this season, three point five next season. Um, the annual salary cap, what's actually going to be counted, is three million. He's uh, obviously a twenty-three year old Swiss forward, um, a third line, fourth line player. I think it's a good signing for Minnesota. Minnesota is one of those teams, and it sucks because they're kind of my girlfriend team because I love Zach Crazie so much. Uh, They're kind of going nowhere. I I just see them spinning their wheels. Uh, They were kind of in a win now mode, but never quite got there. And now they're, I mean, if not this year, next year, they're going to have to be full rebuild. Right. Or uh, do you think I'm completely crazy on that? Or do you think they're going to, I mean, obviously this is a good signing, but yeah. uh, do you think they're going to be, like, a, a full rebuild, like, in the very new, near future? Because I, I don't see them making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought for a while last year they were on the bubble for a bit, um, like, for the wild card. But, I mean, yeah, if you can't, like, at least aim for the wild card, if not higher. And That's a good market, too. That's a good hockey market. It's not not too terribly difficult. So yeah, if the right pieces are there, they can do it. Whether that's this current team or if they have to rebuild, I mean, who's to say, I think they will be in more rebuild mode. Cause like you, I just, I don't see them getting
1: anywhere above the middle. Yeah. And I mean, as much as I love Zach Brazy, he has had a lot of injuries over the past. I, I don't know, six, seven years. We'll say since he left the devils and broke my heart, uh, as a devil's fan. But, uh, Understand his dad had cancer and want to go back and move home like look wild fans i'm not i like I like the Minnesota wild just fine you're not Toronto, so it's okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no j- all all jokes aside um I expected them to do more uh, obviously granulin was uh, like was on a kind of a or Grandlin was kind of on a decline last year, not as good as uh kind of expected. I think their goaltending is a little suspect, and uh, I don't think anyone suspected like that Chicago was going to go off midway through the season and be <laughs> as good as they were, because they were like terrible at the beginning of the season, and it was like almost a shoe in for the Wild. It's like, oh, well, the Wild's going to just kind of skate in there, and then Chicago yeah. went off. But it's not like Chicago got worse. Like if you look at their, you know, what they were able to do in the off season, they didn't get any worse, and and this is just. To me, this is the wilds kind of more of the same. I know they're like, they, they had, uh, was it a coat? They had a either a general, they had a general manager change. Um, and anytime you see a GM change, it, it kind of points to there's going to be a rebuild. Um, we'll see what they're able to do this year, but, uh, I'm just, uh, I mean the signing itself, like I said, $3 million, yeah third, fourth line winger, not a bad signing. Um. This one's just inter- interesting because of the uh, because of the team, you know, the team itself. Uh, he he totaled uh, 13 goals and 26 assists from the 1819 season, uh, and he only played like 16 games, uh, or he played 64 games with the Predators, and I think like uh, 16 or 19 games with the Wild or something. So he didn't play a whole lot, uh, but yeah, he's definitely like he's just a depth feel uh, a depth depth player for Minnesota, who is, uh, like I said, Chicago didn't get any worse. That's going to be <laughs> this uphill battle when you have to play them uh, as much as Minnesota does, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean,
1: <laughs> all you can do is your best throughout
0: the season. So, I mean, I feel like they have the potential pieces. It's just a matter of executing, I guess, to not get too generically
1: hockey talk. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and apologize to everyone out there who's not a, a Flyers fan. Um, but I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway to talk about a, uh, a very, very important signing for your team, which I thought was done really, really well. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about uh, Provorov. I will. Yes, if
0: you did not know, Ivan Provorov has agreed to re-sign to Philadelphia, and my notes just disappeared, so I had the actual figure on there. Uh, it's six-year contract. Uh, yeah, six years, which is a big deal. I mean, that's $6.75 million annually. That's it's nuts, and this is a player who's well worth it. He is a
1: key piece of the Flyers', uh, Flyers defense. Yeah, I mean, I... I... All around, this is a great signing, and the reason I say this is because you have the when you look at someone like Warinsky R- 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 who just signed. I thought mm. that this deal was going to be a bridge deal for three years for seven million, uh, especially with the CBA coming up and they haven't necessarily uh, ironed that out. But I I really did think this was going to be a three-year seven million dollar deal because the when you look at defensemen around the league, they're they the money's only going up, right? Like and when we get to uh the mourner watch a little later, <laughs> Marner <gonna> talk, watch <laughs> mourner watch uh, we'll talk about it a bit more, but like the money is uh is obviously trending upward, so locking locking him up for the price that that uh, Philly as bad as I hate the flyers, um, the price that gritty was able to scare him into signing <laughs> uh, <laughs> just gritty in a
0: room with a swinging light bulb.
1: <laughs> the gritty interrogation it's just pro <laughs> just Ross, agent and gritty uh no this is a good contract all around i think this is a great signing for philly i i do think forever is a great player um definitely top one two defenseman, easily yeah. on most teams across the league not just in the metro i think across the league in general uh yeah just over like i said overall great player and um yeah, he's like
0: number three in jersey sales for the Flyers website, behind uh, Giroux and Carter Hart.
1: Which I mean, Giroux's been there forever. And yeah, Giroux a legacy player for the Flyers at this point. Uh, uh, and also at this point, like Hart is going to be is going to be your new birder right? <laughs> so. Yeah, of course. I mean, dude, he's, he's been here so his long.
0: entire career. He hasn't <laughs> left. You know, he loves the city he plays, and the guys. He's a legend in Philly. That's why his that's why his jersey sells so well. Yeah, yes. which I really can't wait for him to retire, so he can get out to the Flyers alumni. Cause he'll just that's that's the fucking center I want at all times.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like I said, there's nothing negative about this deal because yeah, it would be worse if you. And I think a lot of teams are going to fall into this with this bridge deal. And I think this is why the line a deal hasn't gotten done or the trade hasn't gotten done is mm-hmm. good is term. And like, I think a lot of players are looking at like, let's take three year deal for the most money we can get and choose where we're going to go play. We're almost getting a little bit of I uh, I don't want to call it a fuck boy move, but the NBA <laughs> fuck boy move. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> I mean, as a Devils fan, they're like players for the Devils. They're like, like Ken Danko and, and Patrick Gilias. So I have mass respect for a player that stays with one team, but also I understand you got to make the money while you can, right? Yeah. Like it's a, it's a short, it's just if you're a fan of uh, Toronto and you're looking at the Marner deal and I, and uh which I, we'll watch. talk about in the Marner watch or, <laughs> I mean, like line a, I think is even uh at this point, is is more curious, uh, obviously, because we're getting the Marner stuff early, later. But uh, if you're looking at that all around, right, and you're saying, hmm, uh, three years or six years, it seems like...
0: I think I lost you. I can't hear you. Chris you there
1: did you mute your mic that's what happens because I don't want to see this like drag on because like next year is the actual agreement and I definitely uh, if there's anything in the entire world I don't want to see is another lockout year (laughs) you know what I mean like (laughs) yeah I'd hate for that i lost uh, you there for a minute
0: you you paused for a minute
1: um, yeah i was talking about uh the the cba oh yeah yeah for sure yeah.
0: and I, if going back to a program i i'm not just saying this as a fan but as a as a hockey analytics fan the flyers are on an upward trend um and this is a team that could very easily make the make the postseason next season just with the players alone and that's me speaking from a place of neutrality, at least trying to, they did pick up some great players. Um, they showed what they could do mid-season last year where they were making that push throughout the end. Yeah, they ended up short, but, I mean, I, I could see that's why he wants to stay with his team. He sees that it's on a trend going towards the postseason, and, I mean, as a player, who wouldn't want that? And he likes the city he plays for, so, I mean, I'm glad glad we have him for six more years.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you have to look back and just look at your net, right? Yeah, like there's a reason why Scott Stevens and Kindenko and stayed around as long as they did. Like yeah. I think they have one of the best goalies in the league, and mm-hmm. he's only going to get better. Yeah, and hopefully for yeah, it's, it, hopefully for us Devils fans. That's Mackenzie Blackwood, who obviously he has been great in, uh in international hockey play and uh, in the minors. He he came up last year and did did pretty well, but uh, the Devils are still filling that out. He just kind of stepped into that role, like. Imagine being as young as he is, and like Brian Elliott is your backup, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brian like Brian Elliott has won, hasn't Brian Elliott won a Vienza? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're doing pretty good if that's your backup. Exactly, so. and I think
0: the team's being built around that because it was such a missing piece for the longest time, and now that they have that in place, they're building around it. Provorov's definitely a key piece of that on defense.
1: And uh, speaking of defense and uh, your team and the build, you have uh, one player who hasn't signed yet. Yes, yes,
0: I do, and I need do. him to sign too. Because <laughs> if he goes to another team, I'm gonna. All these new fans are gonna to have to learn his name and how to pronounce it. We need <laughs> Travis Konechny to
1: re-sign. Yeah, I'm not even gonna to try to pronounce his name. Every time I read it, I'm like, what? That's, that's this not Kanekni. Konechny? Konechny? Kong no.
0: Concena? John it's Cena. That's literally
1: how it sounds. <laughs> Travis Cena. Got it.
0: Yes. <laughs> Travis <the> connect first... <laughs> me. Please sign the contract. You are another piece of this.
1: So this is the big thing with the uh Perveroff signing, is uh now the money's gotta be similar, right?
0: Huh?
1: And you gotta come in under the cap. I don't and, think
0: I don't think connecting, as good as I think he is, and as much as I respect him as a player, I don't think he's going to get as much as program. Well, probably
1: not, but it's going to be similar. You know, like yeah, you're talking one million dollars off, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, he is a piece of that defense. He's a great defenseman.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I just they. I mean, your tra- training camp started yesterday, so yeah, they're already one day behind where they need to be. Unlike us Devils. <laughs> it's okay i watch video
0: of it and then he just cuts to gritty hanging out with children and they look so uncomfortable
1: i mean if we're talking about things looking uncomfortable let's go back to the devil blowing through that window at some poor child's birthday party i i i you know i we kind of talked about this a little bit last week we've both been playing nhl 20 i am pretty sure that gritty and the new jersey devil devil is like the creepiest mascots in the league
0: yeah,
1: gritty is, gritty is <laughs> terrifying. He's soul shatteringly terrifying. He's soul shatteringly terrifying. But yeah. so, like the the um, it's almost like uh, I'm trying to think of a. a Casey Affleck, that's what I would compare the Devil's Mascot to. He's like, why are you so creepy for no reason? <laughs> like, if you had to compare him to an actor, the Devil's Mascot is uh, Casey Affleck. That's the that's so, the perfect comparison. I guess Gritty's Gary Busey
0: then. <laughs> like, full toe pants-backwards, crazy Gary Busey.
1: I should have had you give me two of these motherfuckers. You talk. Give me two. <laughs> Give me uh, so obviously there's uh we'll go a, bit, a little bit back into the bruins and and i know it seems like we're bouncing between a, a few teams but um there's been a lot of news between these teams and and obviously i'm always going to talk about the devils no matter what so and, and there's big news articles for the devils coming up which are actually kind of fucking hilarious so just as long as you that. say scott stevens once in this podcast yeah, we'll be good it. I'm trying, I'm trying to avoid it, but, uh, it's it's probably going to (laughs) happen. I'll find a way to work it in. Uh, He's the captain of my heart and soul, uh, So training camp started, McAvoy's contract's not done, Carlo's contract's not done. Uh, Bruin's general manager, Don Sweeney, gave the best update he could on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, this is the latest news I have on this, is while discussing Bruce Cassidy's contract extension, it didn't amount to much of an update at all. So basically, nothing really happened. Hey, and uh, he came out and he said, it still works in progress. We continue to communicate every day and remain hopeful that we can find the landing spot. For both players since we obviously they're important to our hockey club and we're continuing to work at it uh this is mariner watch <laughs> mariner watch <laughs> mitch Mourner. it's mariner watch uh come on down to mitch Marner's toyota and dodge <laughs> yeah like he's not <laughs> the reason these people aren't signing is because of of that um I think these things will fall into place. Bruins obviously coming off a Stanley Cup run. I yeah. don't think they're looking to move any players.
0: No, especially
1: I, not like Charlie McAvoy.
0: I think he's a producer. He produces points on the ice. Yeah, and we
1: talked a little bit about this uh I guess it was like what, one week ago, two week ago, like two weeks ago. I, I don't think that these are the ones that necessarily need <laughs> to get locked up as much, yeah. but Uh, obviously, you know, they're, they're unrestricted. So yeah, that's, you have to get them done first. I, with the way defensive contracts are going, uh, man, I, I think this is going to end up being a three year bridge deal and Boston's going to have to make another run to the cup and try to get it done as soon as they can. Because what, uh, to me, what's going to happen is they're going to run out of, uh, Either cap or real estate, right? Like, so. Yeah. It, when you look at that Warensky deal, that's why I was so surprised when Proverov signed uh, the deal he did with, for six years. I was I was actually kind of baffled by that because I thought it was going to be three years, seven million. And uh, like like I said, you guys got an awesome deal on that. That's, that's gonna yeah. be a great player for your future. I don't necessarily see Boston getting the same deal here. No. <laughs> especially with two with two players and they probably bridged them and it's going to be very similar money to uh pervoroff or wierenski for columbus
0: yeah yeah it's it's all it's like you're saying defense prices are going up so i mean like i said charlie mcavoy produces on ice so i imagine he'd get a pretty good deal uh i, I don't know if i'd say the same for carlo um just without seeing him I didn't see I didn't see enough of him to really form an opinion off of it. Um yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily like this trend, but I mean if you can get more money, I guess go for it. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean they're there like um the the rumors are McAvoy would be around fifteen million dollar bridge deal for three years or whatever. Yeah. Some somewhere in that uh market and then you Carlo would be three million a season or so. Yeah. Uh the three-year, but they're which isn't small
0: change either. I mean, these guys are acting like it's pennies. Uh, it's not pennies at all, especially yeah. for the Bruins, because they
1: have some very long-term players that have big contracts there already. When you yeah. start looking at Patrice Bergeron and Chara, Sardino, Chara, yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, Rask, Rask contracts actually pretty big as well. But uh, you know, they they've kind of made it work, and I was very surprised they made it to the Cup last year. Um, not in a negative way. It's kind of like they just snuck in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they put the box on like a Solid Snake and just kind of crept up <laughs> when no one expected. Because I, I think if you go back to the beginning of the season, I don't think anyone had Boston pegged to be. No, not at all. Cup, right? like, St. Louis, you can kind of see uh, you know, Terracinko is just an absolute fucking monster. They have good yeah. goaltending, they have great defense. I can kinda of see them, like if someone was like the blues might be the playoff or might be in the Stanley Cup, I could see that more than someone telling me the Bruins were gonna be in the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Uh but obviously they know what they're doing. They got some great coaching. They gotta get these guys lined up uh locked up, but yeah um I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, uh it's hard it's hard to have a bad year after going to the Stanley Cup, so And
0: losing especially. You don't get that yeah. Stanley Cup hangover by losing. Yeah.
1: All right, we're going to talk about uh, my favorite <laughs> thing of the entire week, <laughs> which is the only coach in the NHL I've heard do this recently. Uh, Pavel Zaka. So we'll go through all the drama because me and you both went through it on Facebook right back and yeah. forth. Uh, Zaka's contract wasn't really going anywhere. He commits to the KHL, or he basically has a Verbal agreement with the KHL right He's like I'm gonna go to the KHL The I don't know if it was like the very next day Or hours afterwards But Ray was like I don't give a fuck if he signs with the KHL Or if he signs with fucking Brampton I don't give a fuck where We hold his rights (laughs) (laughs) Which basically meant like Cool go play for those places Don't care Uh I was honestly surprised about this because we've seen a lot of these RFAs and, and kind of how, how contracts have been held out. And Shero's normally – he he doesn't have the same grit as some other GMs that I would expect this out of because <laughs> Shero's usually like the calm collective one that makes sneaky trades. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> it's like, he basically was like, fuck this guy. The very next day, obviously, Zaka assigns. It's a six point seven five million dollar contract over if I remember it's three, three years. years. Yeah, three so years. It's like, uh this is great for the Devils. And the reason I say this is um if you look at someone like Glenn Denning for the Red Wings, this is ba- that's basically what Zaka is. He's he's uh hard on penalty kill, like great penalty kill player, uh obviously still developing. He was a first round draft pick. And uh I think he's gonna get a little bit better. But he's kind of playing – as far as the Devils fan go, you kind of look at him and go, that's like the new Travis Ajax. He's like a two-way. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. But the entire thing around it, it was just like Sharo's reaction to him. I love what he said afterwards, man.
0: He's like, "Oh, I was just giving you fatherly advice. Just wanted you to know, if you go over there, you might not come back." Yeah, he dialed it really hard back after the contract
1: was signed, which is really funny. He said he must have had a horse lose a race or something. He was just pissed. (laughs) He he said he didn't give a shit if he went to Brampton. There's obviously a little bit of hard feelings there. Hopefully, yeah. um, for as devil as a devil fan, Pavel, I think he's going to be a great fourth line, third line center, and and do really well on penalty kill again. I think maybe he'll he's able. to I'm not ready to give up on him like a, a lot of other fans are. He's just really young. He's a, he's a uh, a Czech player, obviously. Um, when we picked him up originally. I thought that. Elias was going to be around a little bit longer, and maybe you would have a little bit more relationship there. And, and obviously, that didn't happen. But we'll see, man. I'm I'm not ready to throw in the towel on on this cat yet. I think he can definitely be, you know, ad, one of the best penalty killers in the league, and probably like a third, fourth, third, fourth line center. Um, if you look at his stats, they're kind of ridiculous as far as like what his PK was last year. Yeah. Well, let's see what we got next, so uh Eric Carlson, the butte <laughs> <In> Maine itself <laughs> that man has a one head of hair <laughs> uh, he uh, you know he came off kind of he had a kind of a rough season last year uh with injuries, and uh basically coming into camp he's just like uh right now it feels good getting back to normal. Uh, Honestly, it probably felt pretty good sooner than I expected But it still took the appropriate time That the surgeons wanted it to be healed So it sounds like he didn't rush back from his injury And uh, from, from all signs It seems like he's ready to go for the season So if, you know if you're a Sharks fan, this is, is big news for you. I'll, I'll, and we kind of already talked about this, but Jumbo Joe also resigning for like 2.2 million dollars or something. It's, how do you get Jumbo Joe for the same price as Zaka? <laughs> <It's> kinda...
0: <laughs> <laughs> like we we went over this. I think this is just a kind of last hurrah deal, and I mean, unless it isn't. But hey, he got the he got the ace, so I mean, I'll, I'll be good. I'll be glad to see him back on the ice. So it's him and Brent Burns that have the uh, A's, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um, he's been out since February 24th when he, uh, you know, kind of tweaked his groin. He had the surgery, and he's coming back. If you're a fantasy player, I don't shy away from Carlson. I think he's going to be fine for the start of the season. Um, Obviously, absolute great player. But yeah, so just a little update on Carlson. And we hardly ever talk about the Sharks unless we're talking about Jumbo Joe or <laughs> some of the retro players that have been there. Uh, but a little bit of shark update. It's still crazy for me to think about Carlson with a Sharks jersey on. I just will always associate him. <laughs> with uh Ottawa right like Senators like yeah. immediately that's where my my mind goes to there and then Rihanna in that Ottawa hockey jersey thing that she wore as <laughs> just a dress that's immediately where my mind goes when I think of Ottawa sorry
0: i think of Mike Fisher and how much i hate Mike Fisher cuz he married carrie Underwood and that was my crush when i was a kid <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh... That's Ottawa. Ottawa? You there? You cut out again. Chris,
1: you there? Just pull it up so I'm not talking about my ass. Oh, uh, yeah, you cut out again. Oh, are are you... Yeah, you're... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can
0: hear you now. Okay.
1: So, we're going to I'm going to pull up Ovechkin's uh, stat line. All right. Because the the crazy thing about Ovechkin is I can't think of a time that he's scored under 40 goals in a long ass time. And uh, as as they say, I think there's even a website dedicated to him based on some of our searches before we started this show. Yeah. Rus- Russian machine never breaks, right? Um Yeah, he's at six. He is currently at 658 goals. He had 51 in 1819. He had 49 the year before. He had 33. That was a down year for him. And then he had 50, 53, 51, 32, 38, 32, 50, 56, 65. Which is fucking nuts. Like 65 is ridiculous. No 708. There was some great goaltenders there. Uh, 40, 46 and 52 So it, it, the, the crazy number here Is if you look at the games played Versus Gretzky he's actually has higher goals scored And I, By no means is he ever going to catch him In points or catch him in assists Because no. The shit Gretzky was doing Was next level At <laughs> that time he, yeah yeah, uh, like, and you gotta, and like it, like we've talked about multiple times. You gotta think about that. There's a difference in goaltenders. It's not a one for one comparison, and in, in a lot of scenarios. But he, do you think that he can get this record? Because he's right now at the clip he's got, he's got like, he's gonna have to play at the same level he's been playing at. Let's say thirty-five to forty goals for the next five to six years. Uh, do you think it's possible? Do you think that he, the, the Ru- Russian machine never breaks? I, you know, I want to say,
0: yeah, I think it's possible, but I don't want to jinx the guy in case he does. Yeah, man, Ovechkin's a machine. Like, I could see him literally playing until the wheels fall off, man. And even then, you're still going to have to carry him off the ice.
1: Yeah, I, I think that he is definitely going to be a Yarmir Yager type player, where he is going to play until they basically are like, there's no roster spots for you anymore. He's like, are you sure you don't want me to stand up here? Fuck, I'll clean next. the ice afterwards. Just keep me
0: out. Keep me out here.
1: <laughs> He's like, you guys go do your defense thing, and I'll just stand right here in this red <laughs> this red mm-hmm. circle right above it. Just pass it to me. I'll snipe it. <laughs> if the puck gets over here, we're going to score. Uh, man, obviously, Ovechkin is just a great player. This is to me, this is one of the most compelling things in sports in general, not just hockey, because it's such, it's a, it's a feasible goal. And, uh, it's Gretzky, right? Breaking any one of Gretzky's records is kind of a crazy thing to even think about. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. And, uh, like, like he said in the past, he wasn't concerned about the records. He wasn't concerned about the goal scoring because he wanted a cup. Well, now he's won the cup, right? So, this is the next challenge for him. So I thought yeah, that was exactly. like a really cool article. Also, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, check out Ovechkin <laughs> delivering OBOs. <laughs> to a group of o- kids who have no idea who he is. Just showing up with a, a cart, <laughs> like a shopping cart of cereal, beat up somehow, even though the season isn't happening. <laughs> so <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> Uh, There's almost as many questions about the Zobeshkin video as there is about Phil Kessel's uh, real estate listing. (laughs) I want to know about the damn poster, Phil. Let us know, Phil. Damn it, we love you, Phil. (laughs) Tell us. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so check that out for sure. Uh, Let's see what we got. I almost feel bad talking about this one because our co-host Sean's not here and, and this was one of his, but uh, Jack Hughes he puts <laughs> on his equipment weird as shit <laughs> that's a fucking weirdo, man <laughs> All right, look, whatever works for you, if the, if him putting his equipment on ass I don't care if he wears it completely opposite sides
0: do you put a shirt on before you put pants on? no, I always put pants on first and then shirt on
1: I don't know, maybe his favorite cartoon character is Donald Duck, dude. He's like, he's like fucking comes out on ice <laughs> With only the top
0: half of stuff and some skates.
1: If you guys haven't seen this Bar Down as an article on Jack uses weird uh putting Bar on. Down, man.
0: Bar Down's a kick ass website, man. Yeah,
1: definitely for sure. <laughs> but it's there's a picture of his brother, uh, Quinn <laughs> just like dressing normal and then jack Hughes struggling (laughs) with this jersey and no pants on so check that out like i said it's not it's just it's more funny than anything else it's not actually a news item but for sure we should definitely bring it up i have no idea why you would i mean he's got his skates on the socks on all taped up no pants he goes jersey first (laughs) So he's already I, doing kind of a like a, a thing that people are already weird about, which is pulling the pants over the skates. That's, <laughs> it's really weird. I don't like the sound it would make. So, <laughs> Without even having heard it, I don't like the sound. <laughs> so it's kind of a weird thing in general. But, yeah. He looked good in the prospect tournament, I will say. Um, also, uh, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, he, he did get boarded and Nathan Bastion for the devil stood up for him. I, I thought that was a great kind of moment showing camaraderie between rookies and, uh, hopefully devils, uh, they have somebody here. I, I, I thought he, like I said, I thought he was, he looked phenomenal in the prospect tournament. He just didn't, you know, they don't really get a practice together. He was putting pucks out in front of the net that would like Taylor Hall or, uh, Wayne Simmons or any any of these guys he's going to be playing with would Barry uh <laughs> in the back of the net, so it it's, yeah. it's going to be a fun season if you're a devil's fan it, as long as he's able to get dressed appropriately. <laughs> I'm sure Wayne Simmons might actually punch him and be like, "What the hell are you doing <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> yeah i I do think Wayne Simmons might <laughs> fight Jack Hughes over the way he puts on equipment <laughs> oh. Let's see. Let me clear my throat a little bit. All right, so we're going to talk a a little bit about the – obviously, we all know Kessel. He ended up in uh, Arizona. We've talked about this. We've talked about his weird ass house. (laughs) Uh, But the lead-up is a little weird on this, right? So apparently Phil, he was getting a little bit more playing time than Malkin. Malkin wasn't necessarily happy with that. The Penguins in general, once they didn't make the Stanley Cup, they felt like they needed to make a move. Someone had to move, right? Um, originally, they were thinking Malkin, because I remember going back to June. I was thinking the Devils might have a shot to like try to pick up Malkin if they wanted to go that route, uh, as well as like the Islanders and a few other teams, which uh, obviously that didn't happen. No. I will say this about you know Crosby, Sid the Adult. Sidney <laughs> the Adult. Sydney the adult, uh, he showed up. He apparently went to the management office and was like, we have to keep Malkin. Like, can you imagine a team? That's like separating Taze and Kane. I, I can't really see it ever happening. Yeah. <laughs> They're one and two, right? For yeah, better or worse. Crosby and Malkin.
0: I thought it would be Crosby, Malkin, and Gonchar for the longest time, but no, it's definitely Crosby and Malkin.
1: But apparently, management had a little bit. Uh, there, I mean, like I said, those rumors were spreading around. So, most of it is that he, he had he didn't like Kessel very much. And How could you not he, love Kessel? Maybe he went to his weird ass house and had to sit on the floor <laughs> instead of on a chair. Had a blow up couch. <laughs> yeah, like I
0: don't
1: know. <laughs> maybe Malkin went over there and was like, "Marie Carey sucks," and Kessel got super pissed. I don't. <laughs>
0: He tears it down. <laughs> Starts crying.
1: Um. Obviously, I think Crosby went went to bat for Malkin. And, and to me, like I love Kessel. Can we we obviously love Jones and on Kessel a little bit. I think he's a great, uh, great player, phenomenal scorer. Uh, ve- like way faster than he should be based on his looks <laughs> for sure. Uh, but. I would take Malkin all day if I'm Crosby and I had to pick one of those two. I'd take Malkin uh, over over um, Kessel because we've seen what happens with Kessel. If he's if, if there's not a true number one there or a true star, uh, if you go back and look at what he did at Toronto before he got traded, I felt like he was kind of eh, right? <laughs> More of a follower, not a leader. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that Kessel's not. I like I no, said, Castle is a great fucking player, and I love Phil. The Thrill. got his rookie card over here, sitting up, looking right at me. It's um, a <laughs> great fucking player. But uh, yeah, it was kind of cool to see Crosby go to bat for a guy that's helped him win. like I don't know how many how many Stanley Cups does Crosby have? Two or three? I two, can't remember. Too fucking many. <laughs> two two. Uh, I think it's. Yeah, three, right? no,
0: maybe three.
1: Cause... I think it's. I think it's three. Yeah. And Malkin was a part of all of those and, and to me he's one of the best two way forwards and he still has such finesse on his shot. Uh and, and he doesn't I, give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, and he will throw hands if yeah. he needs. <laughs> So He'll
0: crush there's... your face and said I didn't kill him. <laughs> uh
1: so I, I just thought this was kind of a cool story. I also um Golch was it Golchinyak? That came from uh, Montreal? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, Yeah. so he showed up with two sticks. Malkin liked one of the sticks. (laughs) Now he owns one stick.
0: (laughs) I could just see the exchange happening. Just Malkin walking out, taking it, and be like, oh, it's mine (laughs) now.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I like it. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We could see him going after like, "Uh, wait, uh, uh, okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: We're going to have to add Mal- Malkin to the list of players we can't talk about on a weekly <laughs> basis really soon, I guess. Uh, no, So a little bit of fun news. Kind of crazy. They, uh, bar Down, once again, great website. Definitely check them out. Uh, Emily Kaplan, she's like, I've been asking NHL players what their biggest impulse purchases have been over the last 12 months. And uh, she was talking to the Colorado Avalanche's Ricky Kale McCarr. And uh, he was like, "Um, the other day I was driving and I stopped to buy myself a Slurpee. I wouldn't normally do that, but I did. <laughs> I don't know why I love this, but it was like, it's like a total Goku moment, like pure of heart. He's able to ride on Nimbus if he wants to. <laughs> One of those, like, that was your splurge as you bought a Slurpee.
0: I want to know what flavor, man, because if it's anything other than the fucking weird blue flavor, we're going to throw hands.
1: <laughs> you and Kel McCarr, I think he's yes
0: <laughs> We'll throw hands over Slurpee flavors, as long as it's not that shitty banana flavor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so um, unless you have something else, I think that pretty much wraps us up for news. Um, We went a little, a little long on news, but obviously uh, there was a lot of stuff to talk about. Well, there is one big one
0: yeah you want to you want you want me to do
1: it i, I what what do you want to do what, <laughs> what are do, we doing <laughs> we're doing it live are, are we watching gonna, are we watching for something
0: <laughs> i was going to talk about shay theodore's uh thing that's what i thought you were leading me to
1: how is that bigger than the Mitch marner signing <laughs> <laughs>
0: man i like shea theodore
1: <laughs> okay we'll do it live all right you do the shea theodore just you guys be patient oh, we have yeah. Mitch. we have the mitch watch coming up
0: yeah you. you can't just get rid of marner watch like that man <laughs> not ready uh yeah so uh shea theodore if you didn't read it it's on the uh i want to say the it's not the yeah. athletic it's the one where the athletes themselves write the uh articles um Anyway, Shea Theodore came out and said that after the last season's, after last postseason and stuff, he discovered he had testicular cancer. And uh, he did not tell anyone at the time. He waited until very recently to do it. And I love Shea Theodore to death, as you guys know him. I love the Golden Knights. They are my girlfriend team. Um, and he's a great player. He's a key piece of that team. And I just, I want the best for him. So, uh, thoughts and positive stuff going out to him.
1: Yeah, obviously positive thoughts. Uh, as a Devils fan, Brian Boyle, who came to the Devils, he had leukemia. Uh, not exactly the same situation, but it's a very tough thing uh, to get through. And, and he kind of rebounded back well and uh, was very positive. And it seems like it's kind of going the same route there. So uh, from our podcast, we're obviously sending well wishes in general and, and hoping yeah. for a speedy recovery. <laughs>
0: As the Players' Tribune. That's where it came from. Alright, so yes. Now we can... Now we can do it. We can end Marner Watch. It's Can't over. We? It's yes. over. Is, is it's it's it over.
1: Henry, It's over. This deal is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I was so pissed when I read what this deal was. <laughs> that I sent, I think, like 45 messages on Facebook to you guys. <laughs> Marner's is twenty-two. He's a great player. Um, uh, he was a first-round pick in two thousand fifteen. Uh, yeah, let me just let me just throw the money out there. I guess <laughs> we'll start there, right? Ten point eight nine three million a year for the cap hit. Okay. He is the second highest player in the entire NHL. The second highest player in the entire NHL. <laughs> he is getting paid more than his teammate, John Tavares. And if you're like, I don't know that he's better than Tavares. And I and, and the only person he's trailing salary cap wise right now is Panarin, which we'll see. I, I, I'm not hard sold on him and also fuck the Rangers. <laughs> so there's always that. We're not going to do that this week. We have to save oh, yeah, yeah. it. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Um, man, what a contract! Imagine being Connor McDavid and signing that contract earlier, and then looking at how much money this <laughs> this guy's making.
0: I know, and I know. As soon as he saw it, he's like, son of a bitch.
1: Because <laughs> like, or like, even Austin. Like, if if he is 11 million for t- Toronto, what is Austin Matthews? Like 20 million. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this how this team has this much money and doesn't do the shit they need to is beyond
1: me. I mean they still have no defense, so it doesn't matter. No. And they got rid of Gardner, so they're like <laughs> actively worse. To me they're actively worse on the D line, so it doesn't I mean it never really ma- I mean it matters for them getting into the playoffs, but they I don't think they're going to get to go deep. It's good they got this deal done. We're able to not talk about it anymore. We also <laughs> I will say uh, Wierenski-Columbus, towards (laughs) getting that deal done, apparently all the dominoes fell into place. I think we're going to see everybody get signed up. Line A uh, will will obviously be the caveat to this scenario because there's possible trades and Winnipeg not having as much cap space as they probably need. And hopefully he comes to Devils maybe. (laughs) You guys have enough players.
0: Let another team get someone.
1: Ah, get out of here with that. Uh, (laughs) But in general, it's official. There's an AAV of around 11 million dollars. That's it. Warner Watch is over. We're all sad. Warner Watch. What's crazy to me is, yes, he's getting paid like the second most in the entire league for all forwards. But, like, go back. How long did it take them to get that Nylander deal done? Like, into December? And he wasn't (laughs) even as good. That's what I'm saying. What the hell are they doing out there in Toronto? Toronto fans, please feel free to hit me at at Chris R. Patton on Twitter and tell me what the hell they're doing out there. (laughs) You can send me
0: pictures of Mike Babcock's face I can destroy them.
1: (laughs) So glad that Ray Shiro is our coach or GM. Uh, this is, I mean, whatever we knew he was going to get paid. They had already after offered him 11 million. That's about the ballpark. It was, like I said, I thought this was term. Um, Cause I mean, the big problem here is going to be, like I said, if he does a three year, I, it was either a three year or a six year that was coming out of this yeah. thing. Uh, see, similar to what we were talking about. That's why like in, in comparison to this trade, Philadelphia just like won the lottery (laughs) or this signing (laughs) yes (laughs) look at that over the next six years is going to be way more manageable than (laughs) this this is the Devils actively signed Kovachuk to a 10 million dollar contract for what was it like 10 years (laughs) I think and got (laughs) they said we were negating the cap they took away a draft pick (laughs) (laughs) how this is equaling the level of ridiculousness at some point. I, I don't know how you, I would be, I I don't know how they think it's very confusing. Yeah. Marner is a great player, but oh man, he's making more than Matthews now. And you can't even put the C on someone on your team. Yeah. Uh, I just see this going very, very poorly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But OK, <laughs> hopefully for Leafs fans, Marner's like, well, what if I just score the same amount of goals? <laughs> like, because that would be what? really bad. <laughs> well,
0: wow, that solves all my problems.
1: Yeah, we're the exact same player now. He's got <laughs> 20. I got 20. It's fine. <laughs> we're good. <clears throat> oh, man. So, um. Got a little bit of a ghost story. We're going to do our player highlights. And uh, we're going to take it way, way back on this one. I mean, we're talking Original Six. And we're talking about uh, the team we just talked about. Toronto Maple Leafs. Back when they used to win cups. Uh, (laughs) This is
0: like an X-Files level story, man. It's weird.
1: This story, if, if you're a new fan or new fan to hockey or... Uh, a Toronto fan who's never really dug into the past of the Maple Leafs. This story is absolutely insane. It's it's crazy. The, um, I mean, this is something you would see on some a show like Beyond Belief, Factor Fiction, right? Yeah, that's why I was <laughs> saying like X Files, man. This is definitely yeah.
0: an X Files type case.
1: So today we're talking about their until 2015 there was only two jerseys retired in toronto and one of them was bill Barilco. And we're going to get a little bit into bill Barilko. bill Barilko was a hockey player he was born in Timmins, ontario 25th may 1927 uh he died northern ontario estimated august 26 1951 and when i say estimated <laughs> that's where <laughs> the story kind of gets a little bit weird um this man won four cups with his team and his most famous goal was their fourth cup in five years. He hit a game time, you know, overtime goal and yeah. it just won. And, um, that summer he decides I'm going to go hang out with my friend. We're going to go fishing. And they flapped in Northern Ontario
0: not just his friend, his dentist. I don't want to hang out with my dentist anywhere outside of a dental office.
1: I guess his dentist was his friend. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure Borulko had very few teeth, so it's like yeah, let's go for jab. it. Eh? <laughs> it was a very easy job. But um, all jokes aside, they went on a fishing trip, and uh, the plane went down, and the remains of barocco weren't found found until 1962 which is an actual incredible story in itself where leafs fans and uh just people in general started searching this area and it's not a small area the wilderness of ontario right (laughs) um so there's uh, i mean there's tons of documentaries and everything about this but i mean the big mark is after they won that game he hit the game winner right? And then the plane goes down and they can't find him. Toronto did not win a Stanley cup for 11 years,
0: 11 whole years. They went without winning a Stanley cup.
1: And you're like, Oh, 11 years. That sounds sad. Remember there were six teams. Yeah. The majority of this. So (laughs) considering that they won four in a row before this happened, it was kind of a big deal. Um, and the Toronto Press, like, co- where they basically came up with, it's almost like the great uh, Bambino, right? Yeah. The uh, curse, the curse of the Bambino. Uh, very similar, but in hockey, which you don't really ever really hear about. Um, for 11 years, they didn't win. Uh, they didn't never won a cup. And then that 11th season, uh, a small little helicopter found the plane, the remains, everything that was, like, there and laid out uh, returned the body obviously to the family, and the same year, Toronto wins the Stanley Cup.
0: It's ridiculous, man! It's insane. It, it, it
1: and, and they've been immortalized by the Tragically Hip, which if you don't know the Tragically Hip, um, they have a bunch of hockey-related songs. They're obviously from Canada. Their lead singer just recently passed away, so uh, rest in peace. Uh, but yeah, check out the tra- tragically updated. That's a good song. I don't necessarily care for Fifty Mission Cap as much <laughs> as uh, Fireworks, which is a. Uh, there's a great line where he specifically says she was loosening my grip on Bobby Orr, <laughs> basically meaning <laughs> the girl was cooler than hockey for a second, which uh, I think is a fucking great line. Um, but yeah, check them out for sure. And this is just a crazy story. Watch the documentaries. Watch the search documentaries specifically. Um, Bill Barocco a great player, obviously a Canadian legend. When you talk about winning, you know, in five years winning four cups and then an eleven-year curse. It's not like this guy because of the story. He was a great player. No, he was a he was a renowned great player. Jersey retired. Like I said the Canadian – or not the Canadians. Oh, man, Toronto fans are going to be so pissed right now. Uh, <laughs> the Maple Leafs, uh, up until 2015, only had two retired jerseys, and, and he was one of them. And uh, I just thought we'd give this a cool shout-out. I thought this was a really cool story. I, I uh, The first time I saw this was, I think, the uh, – there's a documentary series. I think it came on the CBC originally called uh, The History of Hockey. And it goes from the 20s up until, I think, I want to say like 2007, 2008. I could be wrong on that. It's been a long time since I saw it. But it's like a 20-hour documentary. And if you're a huge hockey fan, love history, and you just really want to dive into it, I highly recommend it. I think it's a great, great documentary. Um, Yeah, for sure. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, and I think most of it is on YouTube, but you should be able to find it. it is, is, it's an absolute phenomenal documentary. It's got all the legends you would think. Gratz is there, Lemieux there, there, um, even like Bobby Bobby Hole, Brett Hole. Uh, just like I said, tons of legends talking about their stint in the game. Um, and they try to go back each... The, the one cool thing about that is they try to get they try to get in contact or have interviews with people from that time period. But the bill Barilko story always stood out to me because in a way it's spooky. It's kind of a curse. And it's also like, so redeeming, like they called him the ghost of the garden at one point, or um, uh, it's just so kind of crazy that, you know, 11 years, nothing. They find him. They went to Stanley cup. It's kind of a cool last story. Uh, especially if you're into spooky stuff or a uh, little bit of the curse, you know what I mean. It's close to Halloween, so uh, I think that's. I don't know if there's any other good Halloween stories. Oh,
0: I'm sure if we look up on the Google, there we'll find it.
1: But that is a uh, Bill Bill Rooko
0: um the thrill Barilka. i think any person who has
1: ill in their name is just going to be the thrill from now on see he was Bastion bill Barilko. that was his actual <laughs> nickname which is like oh, yeah that's even better <laughs> he was a straight hard ass um and and that goal it kind of, the puck just kind of bounced out to him and he scored the game winning goal it's brilliant go back and watch it but he was he was nor- known as being a def- defensive defenseman <laughs> like, it wasn't like he was a lights out goal goal scorer or anything but obviously great player um shout out to his family you know obviously respect i'm sure toronto fans uh have this covered for us but in general cool story cool player definitely check out the history of hockey it, it's uh, a great documentary for sure oh yeah all right so normally we do a rivalry but um I don't know. We kind of wanted to save this one. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was, uh, was going to be the, uh, Rangers and devils. We can't do it without our third guy here. It just yeah.
1: can't, it it just feels unnatural without Sean being here. I yeah. need him here to also <laughs> reflect his opinion of the Rangers. <laughs> uh, so, so we're going to change it up a little bit. Uh, instead of doing teams, we're going to talk about two players who I think are in some ways directly connected and, uh, and maybe even we'll give our opinion of who you would take overall, if you had to pick one, right? So we'll go ahead with you. I uh, we're going to talk about these two. Obviously, you got the 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 '05, drafts. You get Ovechkin and Sid the Kid. He was a kid. Now he's Sid the Adult, but back yes, then he's
0: Sidney Sid- the Adult.
1: He was Sidney. He's Sidney the Adult now, but back then he was Sid the Kid. Um. Obviously, both great players. I think one thing that will hinder—I mean, I think they're both going to make the Hall of Fame. I, I don't think easily. It's a, There's uh, no question. Um, one one big one big thing that's always stood out against Crosby is Patrice Bergeron's always been the better two-way forward, so it kind of hurts him as far as getting awards that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where Ovechkin always is like in the running for Rocket Richard, um, just on gold prowess. So I guess my overall question, I mean, and there's always been a feud there. If you go back and look at their playoff games and, and the, the the way they chipped at each other, for sure, uh, specifically with Ovechkin for so long getting eliminated by the Penguins and, and not winning a cup and, and there being that little chippy feud, I guess my overall question for you would be like, which player would you take and why?
0: As much as I hate to admit it. And believe me, this 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 pains me to say this. I take Sidney Crosby overall. He's just a better all around player. I mean the guy's guy's a living legend. He's not quite Gretzky level living legend, but man, he's gonna be remembered forever, especially in Pittsburgh,
1: like Lemieux is. Yeah, for sure. And I would go as far to say that he's better than Lemieux and probably Gretzky if you're looking at the league as a whole. The league got better. Defense mm-hmm. got better, goalies got better. It's it's way different. Crosby, if you look at his statistics, if you look at his statistical numbers from a team standpoint or a player on a team, like across the board, he was better than Connor McDavid, and Connor McDavid is supposed to be the next Crosby. So, <laughs> uh, if you're just looking at it straight statistically, it, Crosby would be the pick, right? But yeah, you know me. I <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go against the grain a little bit here. Mm. There is not a better pure sniper that I've seen in hockey. Uh, maybe when Heatley was on his run, and uh, maybe Elia Kovachuk when they were on their run. When you get in that when 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 he, when Ovechkin gets in that top circle, dude, he is pretty much money. I I don't know if you put a brick wall there, I think he would just shoot through it yeah uh, he's so damn good and in the trade-off is Crosby gives you that person he's going to give you the assists. he's going to give you the points it's going to be very close right but at some point like if you have someone like a Patrick Elias or, or someone else that's just really good at passing the puck <laughs> that stuff all equates out and uh I love Ovechkin. I love his grit I love the fact that he isn't a, he isn't afraid to drop gloves if he needs to. I love that he will go check a player. Um, obviously, his, to be fair to Crosby and Penguins fans, as he has gotten older, he has became a little more chippy. Even though yes. some of some of his shit is super dumb, like maybe don't try to fight Zadino Chara. <laughs> like <laughs> you can you can go back and watch that. It's there. You know,
0: Chara's just like run along.
1: <laughs> yeah, Chara basically saved his life by not fighting him. Um <laughs> No, but like uh, you know, obviously I think Crosby has matured a lot, but Crosby's not even my favorite player on the Penguins and not necessarily the first person I would pick even though I think he is overall probably one of the best players that that I've had the privilege of watching. Um uh, or, or at least for our generation I, I can't think of someone that's even close to Crosby I think he was absolutely ridiculous Kolvachuk could have been there and then he left And eh, it's a little, that that's a little weird um, but Yeah, I, I don't know man Crosby is probably
0: He's the better all-around player
1: Yeah <laughs> Yes
0: Yeah, uh, Ovechkin's great in the top corner He's lethal there um, I don't know. Crosby has more of a range with uh, the types types of shots he
1: takes. Well, he's the better off, all-around offensive player, but if I had yeah. to pick to play defense... Like yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'd take Ovechkin any day. Yeah, I've seen Ovechkin straight wreck dude. So yeah. it just depends on how your team is built, right? This will always be... I mean, they're always going to get lumped in together because, like I said, their drafts were a year apart they met each other in the playoffs so many times. They're both in the Metro. They're constantly going to be battling each other to the end of time. Uh, until Crosby or Ovechkin holds it, like hangs it up for good. This will always be a feud. I think it's an interesting feud. I think they're very cordial. Um, considering (laughs) some of, if you go back and watch some of those playoff games where they hate each other, uh, it's just good all around. I think it's good for hockey. And like I said, we'll, we'll get more into team stuff later. We kind of just did this one on the fly. But very interesting. If you want to see some really fun, chippy moments, watch any Washington Capitals versus uh, uh, Penguins game in the playoffs. Specifically, it, it, I can't remember the exact year. The Pens lost to uh, the Red Wings actually in the final. I think Fleury was in net and they lost to the Red Wings for the Stanley Cup. But leading up to that, they played Washington and uh, that series in particular is really chippy between those two.
0: Yeah. It's always good to watch games like that. But yeah. That's a class. Yeah, that's a classic rivalry. I mean, that's when these two do retire. I mean, it's, they're always like you said, they're always going to go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like Yeah, when, that's not uh, so much
0: a physical rivalry either, you know, they're not constantly fighting each other, it's just who's a better player.
1: And and I think a lot of people feel that way about you and uh Gretzky, right? Yeah. Like obviously not exactly the same timeline, but they oh. were one and two, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Like uh who who do you think is the best? And you could say you can choose either one and you can make arguments for, I mean, I will. I think you're crazy. If you think that one, is better than Gretzky, but you could make arguments. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's very interesting indeed. And, and I think that is a great rivalry and it's not tied up because Crosby obviously has more cups, <laughs> but at least a bench can finally got one. And, uh, Ovi's almost always been kind of in the shadow of except for when you start talking about like most goals scored and he's always kind of fall fallen in the shadow of uh Crosby and, and even to some extent Malkin just because they've been so dominant for so long at the at the top of the metro. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's all for me, man. I got no other news. Do You got any? Uh, I guess uh, real quick, I'll, I'll give a quick recap about NHL 20 because uh, you gave your review last week. I might as well yeah. give my review. Uh, absolutely amazing game. My favorite NHL game since NHL 14, I want to say. Um, I think the soundtrack's pretty good. I like. Uh, I I love what they've done with Hut, the single player in Hut, and be able to being able to do even do couch. Co- like couch co-op with your friends in hut is kind of cool um it, especially if you're talking about online co-op which is kind of neat it's not going to let you like play against i well i haven't tried it yet but uh as far as like playing against other people but you can like co-op in the singles i like the the dailies that they have they seem bounty based they seem like they have card sets uh specifically they're really cool uh be a player's kind of the same uh, they're still doing the annoying thing that I hate where it's just – I do name hockey analysts. <laughs> I feel like they could expand upon that quite a bit. you know. There's like literally a million fake names you could choose. Can we not get Greg Wyshynski or like – you know <laughs> what I mean? Like just anyone. <laughs> Bob McKenzie. Can we just get one of them? Um, and It just doesn't – I mean – in my mind, it's way more hype than it is when I score 60 goals, but they just don't seem to give a shit and be a player, It's just kind of it's kind of defeating and sad, right? Like you, you, you want a little bit of the celebration, or what's the point of playing it? Yeah. Uh, I think I think the franchise mode is pretty much the same. I do like a lot of the um, eliminator tournaments that they've introduced for the online play. I think most of the improvements are based around the online play. And uh, the gameplay itself, I think the one timer is a lot better. Um, back skating across the blue line doesn't seem as broken as it was in '18. Uh, by broken, I mean people just back skating can't do anything. Um, the backhand is back, and it seems pretty strong. They also took, seems like they took away the short side snipe if you if you curl off the boards yeah um that corner that top right corner is not as open if you're coming in on the right side as it used to be um overall it just feels faster even though it's not because i went back and played like uh 19 after i played it and i was like it's not that much faster but just the the fluidity of the movements uh it kind of gives it a, a better flow i would say so yeah. So I I would highly recommend it like if you haven't played maybe you're like me and you're like eh, well I wouldn't say like me cuz I buy the dumbass game anyways uh, every year. But uh if you're if you if you played like 14 or 15 and you liked those games and then you were just like well I don't ever need another hockey game. Uh this one's great especially if you if you're into alumni teams um or playing with classic players. Uh, they they did a lot of work there with, uh, with specifically with classic players and stuff. And, what, and the roster's not going to be absolute perfect. The, I don't blame that on the game. Uh, if they're not part of the current players association, you have to go out and have an individual like contract negotiation with said person. So that's why, like, I, I mean, for instance, the big missing hole for the Devils is no Martin Brodeur, which is absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, but yeah, it, it it it's the thing that happens. But the uh, with Hut, you have tons of legend packs. You have like Chelios, and I mean, think of a legend; they're there pretty much uh, with your pack openings and stuff. So it's it's been cool all around so far. I haven't. I, there's nothing that's really like jarred me and been like this game sucks. Um, it's it's just been really fun to play, and I've I've enjoyed doing all the daily challenges and in weekly challenges and Hut.
0: Yeah, for sure, it's a great game. I cannot tell you how much fun it is getting into fights as Dave Schultz. <laughs> it is so much fun.
1: I was,
0: uh... gosh, you can you can check them so hard their helmet comes off and they slam down, and it's
1: so much fun. I I also I kind of hate it, but I also love it. It just depends on if I'm getting the cool shot or if my opponent's getting the cool shot, which is the instant <laughs> replay with the sound like, Pshroom. yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like that i think it's uh i think it's good shit overall yeah i think that pretty much wraps us up for the week hopefully next week we'll uh catch sean on the podcast and uh we will get to do this uh we got something very special planned for you guys for oh, the yeah. next rivalry yeah um, it's, it's a doozy <laughs> probably a lot of yelling involved <laughs> um but overall i hope everyone has a great absolutely phenomenal week and uh Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw my stuff out there. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can hit me at Chris R. Patton um, or on Facebook at Christopher Ray Patton or Chris R. Patton on Instagram. Obviously, there's not a lot of photos posted up there, but it does exist if that's your thing. And when you're looking for these shows, um, our show specifically, you can search Skates to Throats on Spotify. You can also search it on iTunes. And uh, You can find a lot of our podcasts just by looking up geekvibesnation.com and Geek Vibes Nation on Spotify. You're going to see a ton of stuff full up and a lot of great content. Um, if you're into wrestling, for instance, we have interviews with uh, Ken Shamrock, Jeff Jarrett, John Morrison. Um, just and and if you get in more into the movie stuff more into that there's tons of interviews out there tons of great content both on youtube and facebook so definitely check us out uh at geek vibes nation on twitter and GeekVibesNation.com. like for sure check it out all right
0: and you can find me at twitter Shock dakota i haven't actually posted anything yet because i'm terrible at social media um yeah just uh
1: that's that's where i live at (laughs) oh in the immortal words of one famous announcer that happens to work for the devils in 2012 when they played said team that maybe we'll talk about next week (laughs) 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 it's over